Welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast, hosted by fellow small business owner, Tim Hayden. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. I am your host, Tim Hayden, and I'm honored today to have um, my business coach, Chuck Cusimano, um, with us today. Uh, Chuck, thank you for being with us. Welcome, and hey, if you will, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, well, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Tim. Um, I'm an old guy, um, but I um, have a lot of energy like a young guy. Uh, I left corporate America about 13 years ago after working with some Fortune 100 type companies. And I started my own little consulting business, and it's grown with some other consultants with us. Um, and we just love to serve and help other people um, through leadership and business consulting. That's great. You know, that's great. And I know you and I have worked together for a couple of years now, so and we've really deep dove things in the last year. You'd agree with that? Oh, yeah. Yep. So excited to talk about a great topic as we kick off 2021, uh, strategic planning. So, hey, uh, Chuck, if you're ready, let's go. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Hey, so what is strategic planning and why is it important for a small business to have one? Um, strategic planning is really the blueprint. Um, maybe when you first started your business, you had to write a business plan for the bankers to loan you some money or your father-in-law, whoever does that. And, uh, and you said, hey, this is what I plan on doing and this is how I'm going to get there. And then what happens is we start a business and the whirlwind hits and we start doing things and then we become very um, reactive instead of proactive. Mm -hmm. And a business plan helps us sit down, gather our thoughts, thoughts and say, hey, as we're driving this car, like, where are we going? Because mm -hmm. otherwise we'll just keep driving and we may not end up where we want. Um, or in another way of saying it, um, are we getting, are we doing this by design or by default? And we want to always do it by design. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, when you say that, it makes me think a statement that I tell myself and our team we want to play offense, not mm -hmm. defense. I think that's a, a similar thing. So, Chuck, how would you define strategic planning? Strategic planning is the process of identifying where you want to go as an organization and then what are the steps you need to take to be able to get there. So it's filling in all those parts. Uh, if we were going on a trip, um, what are we going in? How are we getting there? What do we need to pack? When do we need to leave? Um, so you, you'd say, hey, we want sales revenue to be here. And then we'd say, well, what steps do we need to take to get it there? If we have to hire 30 new people, then we may need to bring somebody on to train them. Mm -hmm. So it's just putting all those puzzle pieces together so that um, when we get to where we want to go, A, we can get there, and B, we have all the right stuff. Okay. Hey, um, why, why is this important? Why is it important small business? Sure, because um, it's really easy to get caught up in the immediacy of the day and the whirlwind, and one day leads to another, and if we don't plan, we're going to end up somewhere we didn't plan to end up, usually. Okay. We don't achieve our goals because we can't stay focused. The, all the busyness overwhelms us, and we're just responding to everything. Or to your analogy earlier, you want to play offense, what you're doing is you're always playing defense. Mm -hmm. and, and you keep saying, well, as soon as I fix this, then I'll go on offense, but you never get there. Yeah. And if you have a plan, as soon as you have a, a break or something happens, you still have problems things come up in business but then you go okay what does our plan say what does our plan say and we, you keep referring back to that thing that helps you stay on track think of a compass mm -hmm. you're out hiking in the woods and you want to you know go east well you can get a little off course but you just keep getting back to east get back to east mm -hmm. you know chuck and i think that you know as we are starting a new year and we're in you know we're in 2021 i think that a lot of times people have new year's resolutions and they think about um you know they think you know hey i want to lose x amount of pounds you know they sign up for a year's gym membership right and then after the first 20 days they're mia missing an action and done for the year you know the gym likes it but but it doesn't help the person to their goals sure for a business leader you know again we start the new year we want to create a strategic plan you know i think that it's ultra it's important that you have a group of people around you that can help hold each other accountable 
So you want to unpack that because I think it's important. If you're not careful, the whirlwind of business can grab hold. And what you say you want to do in January, come March or June, it may be it, it may be forgotten. So I think it's important, you know, as people are developing this, that they move that forward. Any comments you want to say about that? Yeah, like I will work with you this year. I think you did a great job in that. If we're planning for January to hit the the year running, that's 12 months. Then we didn't do the strategic plan in January. A lot mm-hmm. of companies go, hey, let's start the new year with a strategic plan. That's like saying, hey, let's go join the gym in January. Well, what happens? You don't have daycare set up. You don't have the right shoes, the right gear. You're not prepared. You're out of shape. So um, it, it wears on you. If you were to do it right, you would think about going to the gym in November. You start walking, start modifying your diet, um, get the clothes you're going to wear, make sure that it works in your work schedule so that when you do join in January, you slide right into a routine. So for a business, you started back in October. We started talking about the summer. Mm -hmm. October, we set a meeting date. In November, we met and we had the strategic plan and December we're finalizing so that when we hit the ground in January, we hit the ground running. Mm -hmm. And usually I get calls with companies going, hey, it's a new year, let's start a strategic plan. I'm like, great. The problem is by the time you implement it, you're already two months into the year. Yeah. So you're, you're giving yourself 10 months out of 12 to do something that you could add 12 months out of 12 to do. Right. But now, but you know, our listeners, you know, hey, they're hearing this podcast in early January. So what if they haven't done that work? Now, we've done that work. You know, we right. we developed it. And, hey, we are ready. You know, our team at Sergeant Metal, we're ready to hit the ground running. But what if they're not? You know, how, how would you, what would you recommend for someone... Uh, in, in that in that space that hasn't done what we've already done. Sure, you can't get you can't start any place other than where you are. Mm. So the first thing is, um, you know, it's like a twelve step pro- uh, process. Hi, my name is Chuck, and I have a problem. Right, <laughs> identify the problem. Hi, um, we didn't start a strategic plan in November. It is January. So guess what? We're going to start it now. And when we get the plan, let's say it's February. Well, then let's not make a plan that has 12 months built into it if we only have 10 months to play in the game, right? So we'll just cut down the numbers and we can still start planning. And then we're also going to plan in our strategic plan that, you know, the beginning of the third quarter, we're going to start talking about what we need to do. So in the fourth quarter, we hit the ground running. Yeah, that's good. Now, as far as cadence, say if if you're a listener, you're leaning in, you're drinking the Kool-Aid, hey, I don't have a strategic plan, but I want one. You know, what is the cadence as far as, okay, say that they take the, they take January and they develop that plan. They're ready February 15th to hit the ground running. What's the cadence on how often should they review it, you know, discuss it with their manager or whoever it may be, no matter what size their business, if they're 10 people or 200, you know, how often should they make that connection to make sure they're continuing to move forward? Sure. Well, I'd look at, especially in a small business, if you're um Looking at a strategic plan, it's the same as looking at a personal goal. Mm-hmm. And if you said, hey, I want to lose 100 pounds by the end of the year, you could just work really hard and then at the end of the year step on the scale and say, oh, didn't make it, or yes, I did. And most people would probably go, that's probably not the best way. So what you want to do is break it up in the smallest bites possible. Mm-hmm. So I would say, if you don't have a strategic plan, let's put one down. Don't get elaborate. Start very basic and small mm-hmm. with a couple things that you can manage. And then I would check in on those. I set monthly goals, but I check in on them weekly because yeah. we can make weekly adjustments and it's not too crazy. It doesn't overwhelm us. But if you wait a whole month and you're like, oh, I didn't lose any weight, I, it's, it's hopeless, you'll give up. And that's yeah. what happens to people in the gym is, you know, they start working out, then the pain hits, right? Because you have that, you tear the muscles down and they get sore and they don't want to go back. But if you anticipate that happening and you don't overdo it at first, you know, like, why do you have to go, never go to the gym, and then go for six days in a row? How about never go to the gym and just go two days the first week and then maybe three days after four weeks, build yourself up to it and keep checking in. So the cadence is it should be at least be monthly, but I would recommend weekly. Okay. No, that's good. 
Hey, uh, I know I pivoted off in regards to the comments, but I thought it was important as, as you know, our listeners are listening in, leaning in and listening. Hey, so my next question, give some examples of who should be involved in the creation and execution of this uh, of strategic planning. Um, if, you're, if you're doing it for the first time, it's probably going to be a top-down approach because some of the questions are like, where do you want to go? Well, that's usually the leader, and the leaders have to decide where we're heading. If you ask somebody that's a frontline employee, they're like, where are we going? If you guys don't know, I don't know, right? You know, it's kind of odd. Um, but as you mature as an organization and you start um, pushing things down and, they, and you, they start understanding where you are, I say you want a bottom-up approach and a top-down approach, saying, hey, you know where we're going now, so how do you guys think you can help us get there this year? And then you take their recommendations from the bottom, and then you match it with the top-down approach, and then you have a unified approach. But when you're first starting, if you haven't done one of these before, it's going to be top-down. Um, you're going to come up with the idea, the plan, and then you're going to sell it um, or implement it within your organization. Okay. Um, you know, if you're, you know, hey, like I said earlier, if you're drinking a Kool-Aid and want to do this, do you recommend trying to do all this internally or even get someone from the outside to help facilitate some of this? Sure. If you have a low budget, you can go online and there's tools out there that help you walk through it. One of the key um, tools of all is called a SWOT analysis. And really, you just break it into four boxes. It's your strengths, your weaknesses, the opportunities you have that are external to you, and the threats to your business. You'll identify those and then you'll sort them and you'll use those as the tools to help you figure out how to get to this plan. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things. So you can do that yourself online um, with some tools. Um, you could get a consultant like me. And um, usually if you're smart, you pay for it once. And, or a facilitator, you learn how to do it and you could do it internally. If not, you may like someone just coming in and help facilitate that. And that doesn't mean they, they do it for you. They just ask the right questions and you do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and really, a strategic plan is for the whole year. But then you need monthly plans and weekly activities that will support that plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and Chuck, you know, you're in studio or with us today, or, yeah. you know, and, and our listeners have heard it. You're in our conference room uh, as we're recording this. And one thing that we did when we did strategic planning with you, we did a SWOT analysis. We and we we identified four weaknesses. We we spent we had a full day, eight plus hours. I think our team was mentally exhausted because it's a lot of work. But, you know, we really, we deep dove one really well, and we scratched the surface on the second one. And, Chuck, you know, you're here in person. We did this morning. We worked on weaknesses. And, you know, weaknesses, uh, I want the leaders that are lean, that are listening to lean in. And, and here's the reality. It may take you four months to get through your weaknesses. But you know what? Just continue to move forward in the right direction, one step at a time. Move up and to the right. And if it takes you a season to get through, I would rather do excellent work and do it right. Go a mile deep instead of a half inch wide. So to me, I think it's very important for the listeners leaning in. Yeah, um, you're exactly right. It's no different than going to the gym. Sometimes people start out too fast and then they get hurt because they're trying to put on too much weight or they don't do the exercises. And I think most trainers would tell you, just like a coach would tell you, get the fundamentals down correctly and that'll serve you later on. So you can only start where you are and if you've never done one before or you've done them and then you fell off, um, you haven't done them in a couple of years, jump back in and just start where you are and, and it's okay. It's better than doing nothing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, um, hey, Chuck, next question. What constitutes success? Yeah, I would, for me, the way I would judge the greatest success, and you may not get there the first year, is you should be able to walk in and ask anyone in your organization, hey, so what is our plan this year? 
What is our goal this year? Where are we heading? What's our mission statement? And when the people that are the furthest away from the creation of it, so you're the CEO, but if you have somebody that, I don't know, cuts the grass, but they're your employee and say, hey, what's our goal this year? They'd say, oh, well, we're trying to do this, we're trying to do that. And they'll know it, it'll translate through the organization. And really, they'd be able to say, and here's what I do in my job that will add to this. Because then you have the whole team approach. Mm-hmm. It's not just the leadership team trying to drive performance, it's everyone driving performance to get to a goal. Yeah. You know, hey, uh, a follow-up there, Chuck, what are the tools to monitor success? Sure. Some people call them scorecards. Some people call them key performance indicators. You may have a different name for them in whatever organization you have. But the real key there is, one, is they have to be visual. Because 65% of people are visual learners, so you can say it's something, but when somebody comes into your plant, your organization, you should say it, spray it, have it everywhere. They should know, hey, they're hitting their number or they're not, mm-hmm. right? So that's one. Um, the other tool to have is you need to say the same message but in multiple ways. So lots of times they go, oh, well, we have the thermostat on the wall. Well, great, but what if I'm not somebody that that really resonates with? Um, so if you have a mission statement or a core um, belief, you know, we want to get to the Super Bowl. Well. I'd, I'd literally put that on my paychecks. Every time uh, you know employee gets it and says, hey, this year we're going to Super Bowl. Oh, even when you pay me, you're reminding me what our goal is. Mm-hmm. So I would say say it as often as you can in, in as many different formats. What we don't need is a lot of messages. We just need the same message in a lot of different formats. Yeah, and to me, I think you know a follow-up, one word that just really permeates in my mind is simple. Mm-hmm. We need to keep it simple. You know, the simpler things can be, the more people are going to be able to grab on and remember, in my opinion. you agree? Correct. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good. Hey, Chuck, uh, next question. Uh, how should the strategic priorities be reviewed for success? Yeah, that's a good question. It kind of goes back to your what's a win. Mm-hmm. So how should you review the strategic priorities? When you set them up initially, you'll say, here's what we plan to do, and here's when we're going to get there. So back to my example, if we're going to Disney World, hey, we're not going to drive from New York to um, Orlando in one thing. We're going to stop it uh, south of the border, mm-hmm. right? So that's and that's how you would measure it. And you can measure it as you go, hey, are we still in time for south of the border? I love today's um, technology with the phone. It always tells you like, hey, you will arrive at 833. Mm-hmm. And this morning I was trying to get here at 830. And, and uh, when I left, I was at like at 820. And I thought, oh, I have 10 minutes to spare. Well, as I was going, traffic got worse and it kept saying I'm slowing down. So I'm like, oh, so I was trying to catch back up. Think about it the same thing. How should you check and how should you know where you are for success? You should have little way markers along the way so you don't get too far off. And sometimes things happen. This year, COVID happened. Mm -hmm. So you say, okay, here was our plan. Now with COVID, do we adjust our plan? For Mm -hmm. some businesses, you may have said, best thing ever happened to me. We're selling more than we ever have. and, And we were one of those key businesses that needed us. Other people go, I'm barely in business. Mm-hmm. So then you restate what you have to do so that you don't demoralize your employees. If, if the plan is unattainable because of outside influences or internal influences, then you have to rightfully so abandon that plan and restate the plan. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people go, well, it doesn't matter. We said we're going to do it. So all year we beat ourselves up for not doing it. Yeah. At some point, you just got to say it, it is what it is. How good can we get? Yeah. I think that's an important point for leaders or business owners that are, that are listening in is that, you know what, sometimes we have to make adjustments. I mean, I know for our business, we had to make an adjustment in 2020. You know, we had a great plan, but COVID hit. Hey, you know what, we, we were essential, so we stayed open, but there were a lot of our customers that we couldn't ship to that weren't open. So I think that you can pivot and change as things dictate and change, and don't beat yourself up because of it. Right. You know? And I think that as you lead people, it's important that they – they see you. They see you that's going on. They see, you know what? I know we had this plan to do X amount of million in revenue this year, but here's what happened, and we made adjustments. 
to me, I think being transparent, being authentic mm-hmm. are important things as you continue to want to move your team and your business further faster. Yeah, and that's and we're not talking about culture today, but I think it's really important in your culture to ha- to allow for a culture of transparency and truthfulness. That's different from um, a culture of hey, we can just say well we can't get it and, and goofing off or have an excuse. We're not giving excuses. Sometimes things happen. It's just a business case, and you have to move. Yeah, no, that's good. Well, Chuck, hey, this was a quick podcast, you know, um, and, and it's because we planned it. <laughs> well, we got to execute. That's true. That's true. You know, uh, typically our listeners know you know it's twenty to thirty minutes, and you know we're we're not quite on the twenty minute mark, but it's okay. Our listeners can go, uh, hey, go work on their strategic plan for twenty twenty one. They can. <laughs> hey, so um, what's one piece of advice that you would give our listeners as we start to close today? Um, be realistic. Um, sometimes we feel like uh, I'm an optimist. I'm over the top optimistic uh, on things, and you are too. Mm-hmm. And um, that's good to have when you're driving a process. But then we have to temper that with a little realism because we don't want to set people up for failure. So um, just set a plan. Be optimistic about what you can achieve. But then it comes in the realism part, and then just encourage people to follow that because um, a plan in place, even if it's not followed perfectly, is better than no plan at all. Mm. And so um, uh, my kids had a coach. Uh, he was a track coach and one of the most successful in Georgia. And he always said, you know what? If you miss a day, we'll get over it, but you can't ever miss two. Because what he meant is you don't want to start a new habit of missing practice. You want to have a habit of being at practice, right? So mm-hmm. if you miss a day and you don't go to the gym, just don't make it two in a row. And if you make it two, don't make it three. Yeah. No, that's really good. Hey, Chuck, if people, um, how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about what you're doing and what you're about? I know you've got a blog that you do, and you know you and, and you coach people all throughout North America, I think, don't you? Sure. You know? Yeah, and sometimes, depending on how they travel, it might even be the world, but uh, I don't have any uh, clients currently based over in, uh, outside the United States. Um, yeah, you can go to thejoshuagroupconsulting.com. Um, it's just T-H-E, Joshua groupconsulting.com okay. just the joshuagroupconsulting.com you click on there you can read the blog you can reach out to us um, or you can find us on uh, LinkedIn okay that sounds good Chuck thank you uh, for taking time out of the whirlwind and hang out with us today and I hope that you know we could lean our, our listeners can lean in and learn a little more about strategic planning and prepare themselves one for 2021 so thanks for being with us today yeah thank you Tim I really appreciate it have a great um, 2021 yeah, that sounds good hey to our listeners everyone take care and God bless If you'd like to continue the journey with us, please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review and let us know how we're doing. If there's specific topics you'd like to hear, be sure to put that in the comments as well. We'll be launching a new podcast on the first Wednesday of every month. If you know others that would get benefit from listening to this podcast, please share it with them and we'll be seeing you guys next month.